0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Art of Walking With You podcast. I'm your host, Greg Russinger, and today my guest is Brandon Sears. Brandon has primarily been a facilitator's property manager at Alongsiders for seven years. He's also worked with young people as a mentor, along with several other roles and responsibilities in that time. He has a considerable experience in the construction world, as well as a business marketing degree from Portland State University. He is now excitingly jumping into the world of coaching, continually learning, and gaining more experience. Welcome, Brandon, to the podcast today. We are just uh, super grateful that you have carved out some time to be with us and spend some time with us for the next 20, 30 plus minutes. So
1: how are you doing? Thank you. Good. I'm doing well. I'm excited to have this opportunity to chat.
0: Yeah, and we are excited that you said yes to the opportunity for you to chat. So, um, so as maybe if you do not know, those that are listening, um, we have a platform called Alongsiders.com that hosts both coaches, uh, spiritual directors, as well as counselors. And it's kind of like a one-shop um, stop shopping stop what do they call one stop shop there you go (laughs) for just anything to do with your holistic care and um, and so we're really grateful um, that Brandon is one of our vetted uh, coaches on that and so to spend some time with you and allow people to be introduced to you is really really rad so once again thanks Um, why don't we just kind of jump right in can you kind of tell us a little bit about yourself give the listening audience some context to really who you are and so, if anybody's interested down there, kind of, hey, I'm looking for a coach, and and uh, who's this Brandon character? So, yeah. kind of, give us a paint, paint the picture, paint the story.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I have Midwest roots, originally from Wisconsin, and moved Green, to, Bay. Yes, Green Bay, yes, Packers all the way. It's in my blood. <laughs> um, but my family, we all moved to Yakima, Washington, when I was about 13 or so. So I went to high school there. And then came down to Portland um, to go to school at Portland State and run track there. Um, mm. So it was a super fun. What experience. was your What was your
0: track like?
1: You know, I was a sprinter. Uh, um, it was it was a somewhat abbreviated career. Had some injuries, and then um, you know that's what they all say. Yeah. Probably. Well, the other injury was when I met my wife. Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> was man, I hope that's not an injury. <laughs> <laughs> I broke my ankle on our first date. Did so, you really? Yep, oh, that's where it all man. started. <laughs> um, but awesome. yeah, we've been married for 13 years now, so wow. it worked out. You know, those Scars little yep, those little uh, unexpected things can wow. come along, and wow. we got three boys that keep us very busy. It's mm-hmm. you know chaotic in the best way. Um, you know, personally, I love being outside, playing sports, anything, hiking, paddleboarding is a big big draw and uh, adventure for us and just kind of being active in whatever way I can be outside. So that's just a little bit about me. And, um, you know, I know kind of getting into the coaching side of things, um, I really didn't know anything about coaching itself. Obviously, growing up around sports, I had coaches, but very different from what actual personal coaching is. And it wasn't until we had Dr. Dennis Easter come in and do a presentation about coaching and teach us what that is and how to use it, even in our everyday lives, just with coworkers or people that we meet and engage with. Um, And I still remember the thing that he had said that kind of hooked me. He said, as a coach, you don't have to be the expert they are the expert in their lives and their situations. You're there to just draw them out and help them discover what they're looking for. And I just love that because for me, I think I could get hung up and stuck on on having to feel like I had to have the answers and be the expert in whatever way and have, you know, wisdom beyond my years and, and right. speak into them. But it kind of released that pressure for me, um, of needing to be that guy or needing to have that expertise, um, and, and flipped it in a way that, you know, it actually can be a hindrance to feel like you have the answers, um, that you are going to come in with all the fixes and for somebody. Um, so when I heard that I just got, we got to practice it a little bit that day with coworkers and go through this exercise of asking intentional questions and just seeing it in that short time how significant it was for some people that we work with to have just the space and time for someone to listen to them
0: Mm.
1: and to verbalize some things that they would like to work on or change or get some progress in and and it was actually working right then and I was in and Mm. uh, shortly after enrolled in a class uh, two-week intensive course to become a coach and just felt like fully jumping in. Just have loved seeing people accomplish their goals and pursue something that they with purpose and intention.
0: Wow, that's a journey. So, currently, where are you sitting in your coaching experience and learning and development? Where, where does that look for you right now? Like uh, supervisor checking in with you. Obviously, you're tr- you're you're coaching now. You have people that are your. Uh, what is it? Coaches? What do you, what do yeah. You
1: coaches or coaches. clients, coaches, whatever. Yes. Clients. Yeah.
0: So yeah. kind of, how's that development going for you now? Like where are you at with it all?
1: Yeah, it's good. I mean, there's definitely been the kind of ebbs and flows that initial push right out of that course, with it had multiple people I was working with. Um, and it's, it's changed a little bit lately, but I do have a standing meeting every week with somebody else that I went through the, the course with and, just peer coaching each other, mm-hmm. um, just continuing to practice and sharpen those skills and um, developing, kind of re- continuing to record hours, just continuing to grow and develop those practices and those things that we learn. So,
0: yeah. Which I know is essential. It's really important that, you know, as a coach, you yourself are a, a coachee, right? I mean, that that we want to continue to develop, continue to expand, continue to become really good in the craft of coaching.
1: Yeah, there's so many things that you kind of will can hear and it seems like a simple simple exercise or simple practice, but um just listening, being a good listener, that's like number one thing that you kind of learn as a coach and um to me that there's so many ways that you listen not just to what they're saying, but to their body language, to observe and to hear things that they're even not saying or trying to kind of avoid and just paying attention to all of the things that are kind of coming, coming about in your, in your conversation. Yeah, so it's yeah. huge.
0: So I obviously, I, I, I know you, uh, I know you're an Enneagram 9. Mm. How much does the Enneagram 9 pathway actually help you in that paying attention, that being aware, listening well? You know, Enneagram 9s are known for maybe a quieter spirit um, not that their internal person is quiet but they hold space really well for people like do you see that as a not an advantage but do you see that as a help in that coaching space
1: yeah I think for nines um, you know there's it can be the blessing and the curse of of like embodying and being an empath in the way that other people see things and so you can kind of lose some of your own uh understanding or belief in what where where you stand because you can so easily identify with somebody else but i think that can help in in jumping into their story as you're listening and seeing things from their perspective that you can be in it with them but but not being the one that's making the choices or having to do the work like they they are doing the work they have to choose to set the the goals that they would like to achieve but as a nine it can kind of help you understand where they're coming from i think there's a little easier uh access to that side of things and it's not so black and white as far as like what i think is right or wrong it's it's helpful to just kind of jump in with them and come alongside them in whatever they're going through and help help see it from their perspective
0: yeah i i i see it definitely as a help for Mm. sure um if someone were to ask you hey What is your simple definition of coaching and what it means to be a coach? How uniquely would you respond to that? Yeah, that's
1: that's an interesting thing because, you know, like I mentioned, growing up with coaches um, in sports, um, that's not really it. And, you know, I didn't really know much about this type of coaching. But what little I had heard is kind of, Kind of seem negative with like life coach stuff, of like they're just going to come in and tell you how you should live your life. Um, so I think there's some, at least for me, some work to be done uh, to redefine what coach is. And the simple definition that I would say um, is coaching is an ongoing, intentional conversation that empowers a person or group to pursue. And fully live out their purpose, and that's kind of paraphrased from that course I took, the Creative Results Management course. Um, and it it's it's a concise definition, but it, it is a very intentional conversation with the purpose of accomplishing something, um, a goal, or something that they'd like to change. And It is a client led or coachy led um, conversation, but there's this back and forth between the coach and coachy. It's it's an exchange and relationship. So yeah, that's kind of what where I would land on a definition and it can vary in in different degrees and different settings, but that's essentially what it is is intentional conversation.
0: And I imagine over time that probably evolved a little bit, right? So more experience, more history more clients or coaches, you know what I mean? More opportunities to sit with people from different places in life, different walks of life, different experiences of life, different histories, different stories, different traumas, different, yeah. all of it. But there's probably essentials. Um, you, That art of listening, um, How key, how key do you find that to be? Especially, you know, this podcast is called The Art of Walking With You. And when you hear that, What does this, what does this mean to you and to those you coach and how do you tie the, into that art of listening?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I mean, that is kind of the first and foremost thing that, uh, I learned about coaching is that it is an artwork. It is not something that you, um, you can't come in with all these goals and plans and answers for someone, um, and try to work with them because if you don't listen to what they're saying and what they're needing, um, you could end up accomplishing something that is not even what they want to accomplish in the first place. Um, So the art of listening is key. And, and the idea of walking, that's what I love about coaching is, is intended to be forward focused and progress focused. Um, That's something that kind of distinguishes coaching. Um, You know, there's therapy and counseling along with this um, alongsiders. Uh, Organization, but it kind of is those can kind of be more um, past or history oriented to figure out how you got to where you are currently. But coaching specifically is ideally, you know, present awareness and future focused. So helping you get somewhere, gain some major traction towards something you'd like to accomplish. Um, and then the walking with you, that, that part is like, like I said earlier, it's an exchange, it's back and forth. It's together. Um, myself as a coach, I can't do that work for you. That's for the coachee to do. Um, but I can help immensely and bring awareness to someone to see blind spots that they may have, um, just to gain clarity. I can be available to help somebody grow by just asking intentional questions, providing feedback and encouragement. But um, the coachee is the one coming up with the insights and the strategies and the action steps because they need to have that ownership mm. of choosing, this is what I want to do. And I can't make you know that choice for you. I can help help determine what might be best or help clarify what steps exactly is going to be. But um, it's definitely a partnership and coming alongside you, you know, to achieve something together. I just recently uh, rewatched, I'd seen it a long time ago, but there's that um, Admiral William McRaven's commencement speech at the University of Texas. The making your bed speech is kind of how it's commonly known. But the second thing that he says on that is that you can't do it alone. You have to find someone to do it with you because you can't, you can't go out and change the world by yourself and you can't, it's so hard to like see what you need to see without somebody else helping you. So yeah, that's kind of where I love that idea of this. It is all of those pieces, the art of walk, walking, along with you.
0: Mm, that's really good. That's really good. When you, when you think about like, um, when you think about the inner life, cause I, you know, I, you, you mentioned it. Yeah. There's, there's multiple disciplines, that come with the longsiders.com, right? Um, but all of them carry this inner life responsibility um, that we as a coachee or as a client, we're really talking about what's happening inside of our own stories. Yes, there are outward circumstances or situations that we're trying to navigate, um, but they're all... They come from interior dialogues, motivations, hopes, hang-ups, whatever. Yeah. So as a coach, you also have those inner dynamics at play in your life, in your story, in your history, and where you're at in your own development and becoming. Mm-hmm. Uh, how important is the inner life and the workings of a coach from your, from your perspective?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's um, it is huge. And obviously, as a as a newbie kind of into this world, uh, I've learned a lot of what is expected of coaches. And one of the one of the main things is that as a coach, you need to be being coached Um, because there's just so many things that that you learn as you're processing your own internal struggles or the way that you function, the way that you look at challenges, and in the way that you would like a, like to personally approach a goal and and setting out those things, um, there's so much value in gaining that feedback from somebody else and and learning how they might coach you and how you might work best together. Um, there's just so many things that you would you know, especially initially. Uh, you know, I have the hope to be able to help or coach with anyone. But that that relationship is is important to figure out if it's just not going to work. And and you can't really do that if you haven't done some inner work uh, on yourself and be okay saying, you know what, this is just not best for us to work together. I think you'd be better suited finding somebody else. And that's okay, because it's it's not a personal attack or personal issue. It's just not a good fit and um just being being aware continuing to look inward and continuing to grow internally i mean um you know as i'm i am personally a huge fan of podcasts that's kind of how i like to intake information and process things and audiobooks um so i continually am learning and growing in that way through the the audio different audio settings and platforms
0: Mm. Now we could go on down that road for a while. The big world. What's currently your favorite podcast well, that are you listening It isn't right it's a mix. It's yeah, kind it? of
1: which realm if if it's sports or you know, okay, just, so what's your favorite sports podcast? I listen to the Bill Simmons podcast okay. all, a lot. Why is that? He's just got a good blend of of pop culture, uh, some you know, some news type stuff, but but a variety of sports it's not always just one yeah it's not always just basketball or football it's kind of a blend
0: and, okay uh, let's go down the rabbit hole really funny. quick so you're living in portland currently damian lillard has mm. just left the portland trailblazers for <laughs> the Waukee bucks yeah but the weird thing is milwaukee's in wisconsin so turns out how are you <laughs> <laughs> it's a win-win for me i'll take it turns out. <laughs> <laughs> that's That's really funny. That was very quick. One thing that, if you're listening, one thing that if you get to know Brandon, he's got this dry wit about him, and he's super quick with it. So you find yourself freaking laughing. Um, Anyway, so, so, I mean, yeah, it's a win for you. Yeah. Okay. okay. But obviously there's a hole Mm. here in the Portland area. Oregon, maybe generally. What would you say to all those fans that might be... Listening to you today. <laughs> I mean, Scoot Scoot Henderson, he's gonna fill some of that
1: hole. He's he's But he said today magic. he says I am not Damien Learn. I did
0: not come to be Damien. I am Scoot not, Henderson.
1: He's got the double zeros, not just the one zero, but it'll be a good there will be a, a, a growing process. This is young guns, it'll be excitement. There's hope for the future. It was it was a window that was closing fast with Dame. Yeah, and, and now the the window is back open. We didn't quite reach the the levels we had hoped, but hmm. how I'm would you? How, how <laughs> would you have
0: coached Damian oh, <laughs> <that decision. laughs>
1: oh man, I think he's got a lot enough. Yeah, he's got a good head on his shoulders.
0: <laughs> that guy. All right, off track. Let me bring it. <laughs> Let me bring it back around, you know, as a coach, as a, as a, as a therapist, as a companion spiritually for people, uh, habits and practices are key, right? So for, we need to consider where you're at in your coaching development and career, uh, what habits or practices have you created for yourself that really help you continue to develop that coaching side of your life and just maybe even life in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's one of
1: those things that is probably can seem simple and obvious, but uh, I've really l- learned to kind of lead with questions instead of assumptions. Um, I just do this in everyday non-coaching conversation interactions. Is um, it's just a good habit to get into because you realize that there's a lot you can learn with with just asking a question. It, I always I feel like I I hate feeling. Uh, ignorant about stuff but it's okay to just ask even the simplest questions because it provides an opportunity for clarity to happen Mm -hmm. and that is something that i don't naturally do and i i like to assume that people are on the same page and we're thinking the same thing but have found uh many times that that is not the case and um You know, I've said it before, too, like listening, just becoming a good listener is is an ongoing practice. It's not something that I do necessarily naturally well, but um, it's become more and more of like an intentional practice and stopping what I'm doing, putting down the distractions, trying to like focus in on what somebody is trying to communicate and not be uh, doing a bunch of different things. And I think part of coaching, too, it it kind of shakes off that, um, that feeling of awkward space, letting it hang, letting it sit of, like, if somebody needs to think about something, um, that's okay. Mm-hmm. And there can be there, that awkward silence time of, like, you know, that you put this question out there and you so badly want to fill it sometimes with your own, like... Answer or kind of let them off the hook in a way, but when you when you're doing it and you're allowing that process to happen and for them to process what answer is is the honest response, there can be some awkward mm. moments of like I don't uh, let me think about it and it's just nothing for a while and allowing yourself and practicing just being okay with that silence is is a. A huge thing to to keep that process going and keep it being
0: a client led or coachy led exchange. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, given given you know, I don't know, the culture is such an expansive word, but sometimes given the day that we're living in today, there is such reaction, such reaction and uh, response, um, sometimes sits on the back burner cause reaction just seems to be the theme. <laughs> so you you mentioned multiple times listening and questions, right? So um why do you think questions are so importantly powerful or helpful even in light of just kind of this atmosphere. Yeah. that we're all living in. Yeah. I think it allows
1: it allows both um a a respect of like allowing somebody else to verbalize it and and you're not going to come with what you, you think already you're giving, you're kind of offering that opportunity for somebody else to say what they think and what they actually mean. And I think it also allows whoever's being asked that question to hear it out loud for themselves. Like when they verbalize something, there's something that happens that getting it out of your head, there's a story going on in your head. And when you actually say it out loud, sometimes those are like some of the breakthroughs that people have is when they actually say it out loud is, is actually, Oh, I just heard they hear themselves for the first time. And that's all they needed is because it was something different in their head. And when they get the opportunity to be asked something out loud and and get a chance to say it clearly, um, it's it slows that story, or it can even change that story that's in your head to something that is is out in the open. And then we can both have a conversation about what is actually out there. And there's less, maybe not, no assumptions but there's less assumptions being made and there's just a more clear conversation about whatever it is culturally or just personally what you're trying to work through usually an issue or something but
0: so sometimes questions helps people even hear themselves absolutely articulate themselves yeah think. you know because sometimes you know when you hear yourself say what you say you're like huh wait that's <laughs> <laughs> hey. Did anybody record that? <laughs> Did anybody write that down? Yeah. <laughs> that's what I've
1: been thinking. Dang, oh. That's really good. Yeah, I can hold yeah. on to that.
0: <laughs> it's always be recording, right? <laughs> ABR. Yes, exactly, exactly. Um, so for people that are like, hey, something I've been thinking about. I've been thinking about maybe trying to get to a coach or somebody that can help me develop, or help me listen to my life, or help me, you know, think through. What's next or all of it right that comes with kind of this discipline what would you say are the benefits of meeting with a coach
1: man I mean there's so many so many benefits so many reasons why someone would want to meet with a coach um, it could just be wanting to learn more about yourself your strengths um, being able to verbalize like I said and process um, some people need it to have uh, someone that they are going to be accountable to like that is just what it is is like somebody outside of mm. just them them setting a goal for themselves and the only person they're going to disappoint is themselves and Mm. they can let themselves out the hook, you know, like for me, that's a big part. Is like, if somebody else knows I said this, I'm going to go get it done. If it's just in my head, it may or may not happen. And it's kind of just up to me, but that just that little push can be enough motivation to follow through on a goal. Um, You know, others come with real problems that they need to talk out and come up with a solution Uh, Many people in the business corporate world use it to elevate their performance to another level. Um, I remember from the course I took, they said at at Microsoft, they reward their top performers with a coach. Um, So they see it as an investment and incentive for those that are already performing um, and doing well just to elevate and take them further. Um, You know, other people just get a coach to be able to dream again, I, f- I feel like the best uh, feedback I ever got um, was that they, as as we were coaching together, they said their life kind of went from kind of gray, dull, to full color. And they mm-hmm. said they were able to dream again through coaching together. Wow. Like they had just kind of been drudging through life. And when they started meeting regularly, they have this space to verbalize some of the hopes that they were able to say out loud to someone and these goals that they you know kind of continually been setting aside and put it back you know front and center and able to you know through coaching able to draw that out and put some action to achieving those dreams and there's just excitement and joy that came through this hope that there's there's a possibility of these things happening again Um, so it's just I've learned that it's been it's an extremely powerful practice um, for whoever might want to bring whatever it is that they have to to just offer that and uh, you know pursue something.
0: Yeah, that's so good, so well said. Um, so somebody's listening to you today and they're like, "Hey, I've thought about this too. I've read this or article here. I've had a conversation with this person about this or whatever." And they're like, "Man, huh? If Brandon can be in an environment where somebody's talking about coaching and then something clicks internally, and then." there he goes down the path towards becoming an actual coach. Yep. Um, what would you say to the person that might be listening to be Like, Hey, I wonder if that's like for me and what kind of direction would you offer them? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, it is kind of tough to gain a, a purchase on like coaching stuff. Cause it's generally, it's unregulated, especially compared to like therapy counseling stuff. Um, but there is the International Coaching Federation, the ICF, is an organization that's trying to implement standards and credibility to coaching um, profession. And they have a lot of information and actually a lot of local chapters in cities throughout the country. Um, they meet regularly and are open to people that are just interested, wanting to learn more about coaching. Um, I also can, you know, I highly recommend the, the coaching program I went through, Creative Results Management and just went through their mastery program. Um, it was a two-week intensive, all virtual, online, but um, in person, and just a ton of practice and information. And you actually get to keep, uh, you know, all the information that they sent. There's videos and things that you're like, kind of a lifelong member of that. Um, so there's different way, lots of different ways, but those are just a few that I would kind of guide people towards initially and and then kind of see how you might fit in
0: and find your niche yourself Hmm. that's really good so if you're listening and you're like hey hey there's something i might want (laughs) to consider as uh just the next part of my own story and my own adventure Mm -hmm. maybe coaching could be it
1: yep it's a great thing it's you know if you love Kind of the idea of helping people, and you're not sure exactly where that might fit in, but coming alongside somebody to help them achieve their goals or dreams it's it's a super rewarding and growing experience
0: for sure and then lastly, just we're going to end wrap up things here so in some of the conversations that we've had you you actually talk about the kind of the space. Um, as it relates to coaching now obviously all ages all demographics mm. all of it right yes. it 's kind of like you'll you 'll sit with and walk with obviously anybody that 's interested to 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 find that coaching companion to help mm-hmm. them advocate their life right but you've also brought up you know at one point like there 's this space this specific space that you yourself connect to because I think your own story kind of speaks to Hey, what if I would have had yes. somebody at that time in my life? Can you quickly talk about that? Yep, absolutely. Yeah. It's I mean,
1: I've I've continuously thought, man, I wish I had like a clear direction in my life from, you know, day one. I knew I wanted to be a firefighter. I knew I wanted to do whatever career. But I did not have that. I mean, I went to school for business marketing and immediately got into construction and just zigzagging kind of all yeah. over. So there is that kind of like youngish person or a kind of people, anybody, it doesn't have to be an age thing, but kind of figuring out what's next in life, like those kind of life transition moments. So, you know, a lot of it can be around that college age, high school to college. There's this big kind of transition moments mm-hmm. in life that you're kind of figuring out like, man, what is next? And just helping have that conversation and like gain clarity around that, I think for me would have been very helpful. I'm not, you know, I'm glad of the route I kind of stumbled through and got to where I'm at, but um, I think there'd just be a lot of benefit in growing and having somebody kind of ask me those questions that I could give that more thought and be much more intentional about kind of how I went about that process so yeah I love the idea of kind of connecting with either younger or just life big life transition people that are in those spots new career new life goals whatever it is so
0: yeah so there you heard it so if you're listening to this Brandon is somebody that will walk with you yes. in these season these like really important developmental formative seasons of your journey. So make sure you learn more about him and check him, check him out on Alongsiders.com. Uh, Brandon, thank you so much for joining Thank you uh, us today on the Art of Walking With You podcast. And if you are listening at Alongsiders.com, we are here to walk alongside you, not in front of you or behind you, but beside you. We are here to listen to your life and help where we can. Alongsiders.com. Prefers trained and certified coaches and counselors and spiritual companions or directors to walk with you in and through the seasons of your life. You can actually learn more about all of that at Alongsiders.com. And if you're interested in joining the Alongsiders.com team as a trained and verified coach, counselor, and spiritual companion director, please, please reach out to us. We would love to hear from you. Well, that wraps up yet another great episode. Once again, thank you, Brandon. And we look forward to hanging out with you again on The Art of Walking With You. Bye-bye.